0: Hello and welcome back to the biggest podcast in all of Ventures County, Tennessee. Uh, I'm excited to be back here again this week. Unfortunately, my co-host Clay was unable to join us tonight and I'm unable to record tomorrow, so I called in the original, the one and only, my friend and yours, Mr. Derek Zuashkiani. Hey. Derek. Derek, it is so good to have you back on the show. As we were saying before we got here, last time we talked was WrestleMania. Uh, I'm sure that there's been a lot happening in the wrestling world, unfortunately. <laughs> I have not watched any of it since WrestleMania. Uh, so, how have you been, my friend?
1: Uh, dude, I'm sore, uh, but I'm good. I got Speaking of wrestling, I, I, I have for some stupid reason thought it would be a good idea to hire the national wrestling alliance heavyweight champion of the world nick aldis to be my personal trainer and uh if you you should never do that he's killing me but in the best possible way so uh, i can't really i can't really move from my pelvis up but uh besides that man i'm, I'm great it's glad to be here and good to hear your voice
0: it is yours, too. Um, I'm always excited when you get to come back on the show, join us, talk a little bit of the nonsense that we do talk. Um, so the Nick Aldis thing, uh, is it as rough as it sounds? I know you Man, said it was, but.
1: Uh, I, well, you know, here's the thing. like We haven't had gyms open in like three mm-hmm. months here, and so I think it would be rough even if I had been in a like a routine of working out. But uh, for somebody who's just now getting back into it because the gyms are starting to reopen, brother, it killed me today. I, I, again, in the best possible way. But right. like my, my delts are on fire. My chest is on fire. My forearm, or excuse me, my triceps are on fire. Um, I'm, I'm going to come out of this thing looking like a, a miniature Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I think.
0: Um, that's the good burn, as they say. Yeah. Um, when you see me, you wouldn't think I know what the good burn is. <laughs> but i actually do um uh but yes the good burn it's worth it in the long run and one day i would like to get that good burn back myself but uh unfortunately the only thing i'm burning is a path back and forth to the changing table for these (laughs) twins so you know for real man
1: how's it how is it being a father of three
0: uh, Everybody asks that, and really, it's not bad other than... Uh, really, it's not bad at all. I love every minute of it. You just... You take one child, and you just double everything you do. That's the way you... You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's really yeah. what it is. You just yeah. have to double. Uh, we're lucky both the twins uh, are on the same sleep schedule. When oh, one cri- when one cries, the other cries. Uh, normally, when both them cry, for some reason, the five-year-old child decides she needs to cry, too. So... <laughs> You know, but uh, I say that, but Ella Kate's been a great help. Um, I know it's hard on her, uh, you know, being the first child and then losing all that attention at the same time. So, um, but uh, it's, a, it's a fun ride, and I can't wait to get to meet them. One of these days, we will get back together in person, and you, you'll you get to meet them. Uh, unfortunately, the my son looks just like me, so... <laughs> I mean son of a I'm glad somebody says that <laughs> but um, he's uh, in Emerson you know you're starting to see their personalities come out and all that stuff so yeah. it's been fun we're having a blast Um, we have uh, we're about to go on this camping trip it's our first camping trip of the uh, summer and because there's nothing else you can do besides go camping right. which I don't I, honestly I mean I, with everything that's going on in the world uh, on the COVID side of things. Um, there's still a little trepidation in there, mm-hmm. but at the same time you have to do something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of exciting to get out and do something, even though I'm pretty sure all the playgrounds and stuff are closed at the campsite. At least we're going out camping and it should be an adventure taking the twins out for the first time Yeah, with us. So uh, it should be interesting. I'll probably come back next week with uh, hopefully a good story or two about waking up the entire campground with three kids <laughs> screaming in the middle of the night or something like that.
1: Now, now do you guys have like an RV or a camper? Uh, we or... have
0: a we have a camper. Okay. A, uh, we have a hybrid camper. Uh, both of the both ends drop down for beds on it. So, oh, cool. Um, it's pretty nice. We tent, I tent camped my entire life, and Claire and I have been married for. 12 years and we tent camped up until last last year and we stayed for a halloween thing at the lake and it become a storm and blah 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 and we decided it was time to upgrade to an actual camper after that yeah so i've always wanted one and she's always wanted one and we just you know you only live once so you might as well just you know enjoy it while you can that's right
1: well, cool, man. That's awesome. Um, you'll have to you'll have to tell me how that thing is. I've honestly been trying. I've honestly been thinking about buying a camper uh, for when I go back on the road full
0: time. Uh, yes, um, I, I I love it. I mean, I love it. I'm not the world's biggest fan of uh, pulling long distances. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But that's mm-hmm. just because I'm not... I, I'm better at it now than what I was. Um, but uh, it was kind of... It's kind of uh, nerve-wracking. The first time we took it out camping, we went all the way to Townsend, which is down below Sevierville and Pigeon Forge and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a little racking the first time... Nerve-wracking when you get on the interstate for that first time. But now this thing is like a 26... Well, it, it's, a, it's just under 26 foot. So that's, you know pulling out never having really pulled a trailer on the interstate of that size yeah, yeah. is a little nerve-wracking but uh i love it if i could if i had the nerve to do it i would i would take it cross-country in a heartbeat hmm. you know what i'm saying and just stay yeah. stay at like a, i don't know koas or whatever yeah and and enjoy the country but i got twins who's got time for that nonsense right now <laughs> so yeah right we'll told- see
1: <laughs> we'll see you in 2038 you not well, have enough
0: time. Exactly. I told Claire, I said, when we hit uh, retirement, once our children uh, all are gone, hopefully, <laughs> graduated, <laughs> I said, we're buying a, we're buying a, uh, a, a, not a Winnebago, but one of those mid sized camper truck deals. I can't think of the name of it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you say, yeah. And we're hitting the road and I'm not coming back. I'm just going to travel the country. Yeah. That's, that's my plan.
1: Yeah. Dude, I know we're strapped for time, but, uh, just in that same vein, my dream vacation is to, uh, or like a birthday trip or something, is to raft the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And so, when you guys are ready, just let me know. And uh, when you get to the when you get to the west part of it, we'll we'll all go raft the Grand Canyon. Have you Have
0: you been to the Grand Canyon? I have not, sir. Okay, so we're going. To, this is going to devolve into a uh, talk of the beautiful United States, but that's okay. Um, I went. I've been. Out West twice, my sister-in-law lives in Nevada. Uh, Three years ago was the first time I went and the first time I'd ever been to the Grand Canyon, and uh, you know, you see the pictures of it and all that, and everybody talks about how beautiful it is, but let me tell you, there is nothing more amazing, there's nothing that's ever took my breath away other than my children being born uh, as to when I walked up and looked off the edge of the Grand Canyon for the first time and just... Just really witnessed what it was they were talking about. Grand Mm. Canyon doesn't even really do it justice, you know what I'm saying, but um, I I, I would love to do that. Uh, As I said I have not felt the burn in a long time when it comes to exercise, but um, for some reason going out west and being like in, I went to Yosemite, we went to Yosemite and Sequoia and all this other stuff and um, it made me want to go and hike and stuff like that. And you would think you wouldn't want to because of the heat out there. But as they always say, it's a different type of heat. You don't have that humidity. Yeah. So, like, it was uh, it was in the high, upper 90s, 100s and stuff. But it was hot. But it also wasn't that humid hot that you just, you know, when you step out of the car, it just it just buries you just makes you you know you it just takes you and just deflates you completely that you know what i'm saying that kind of yeah thing. yeah it's a dry heat out there right which That's what yes which uh i know you're in missouri so you'll appreciate this when we were coming back this last time or the first time uh mm-hmm. we were in missouri and we hadn't stopped in uh it'd been most of the day we'd gone 10 or 12 hours driving straight nice. so we stopped in missouri at a pilot or something to get gas and i opened the door and it's the first time that i had felt that humid humid Ugh. heat you know and you're just like and i was just like Ugh, uh-huh. i'm back in the south <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> so it's just like oh my gosh it's just so terrible yeah. but anyway uh yes i'm all for it i wanted to my father-in-law was ready to uh get a burrow and ride down the grand canyon trail like that Oh dang! you know i yeah. would and, and he's afraid of heights I like deathly afraid but it was one of the things he wanted to do was go see the grand canyon and he said he would do that i would do it in heartbeat too i would love to get out there and just walk out west for me and I'll, I'll end after this i'm i'm rambling as we say um <laughs> out west for me is uh, i don't know if it's because i've been in the south and the north and i've seen everything here but being out west is a completely different world uh just the sights and everything i love it um I've told my wife numerous times that if she would move with me, I would move out west in a heartbeat. I, I yeah. love it. I love it. Of course, now people in the, on the west side, such as Glenn, would say, that's crazy, but he sees it all the time, whereas I don't. So maybe after a yeah. while I'd get tired of it. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, so let's get into it, Derek. I did not mean to go off on that little uh, <laughs> tangent there, but I, do, I, I am all about rafting the Grand Canyon with you. We will set that up. Uh, for someday, I don't know. Twins and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. That's my excuse for everything. Twins. I got twins. You know. I need twins
1: then. So I can start making excuses like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into the meat of this episode, Derek. Um, I'm not going to lie. Normally what we do at the first is we talk about what we've been up to, what we've been watching, that kind of thing uh, for the past week or in your case since WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah. I honestly don't have anything new to talk about because I mean as we've said before on here and I'm sure and I know you know there's just not that much happening. You, there's right. not much to do. I mean, you know, I can watch the same movies on Netflix. I can uh I could tell you that I watched the new episode of the men or the Mandalorian gallery stuff, but it's, it's the same thing. I could talk about Warzone again for the 100th hundred million, million time, but I'm sure people are tired of listening to me talk about our trials in the war zone. So I don't have anything. Do you have anything that you would like to bring up on the podcast to put a spotlight on before we get into news and stuff? Holy smokes, man.
1: Um, so, I, I, you know, there's been I, – I have consumed a lot of content uh, – you know, a lot of content that i i had been putting off for a long time because i was like i just don't have the time to mm-hmm. to watch this and i think the biggest one that'll resonate with your uh, with your fan base jason and you and i've talked about this off off air before um i finally got to watch the season of, of Watchmen. yes and yes. holy smokes man it is uh amazing mm-hmm.
0: absolutely amazing we had talked about it and I told you uh, what we had. We had talked about it on text and I said, just wait because um, you had just had you just watched an episode and it was, it was like really good. But I was like, wait, just wait. You're going yeah. your mind's going to be blown by the time this whole thing is done. Um, I think I asked you on there. I'll ask you again on here. After, after watching it and knowing, um, there's still rumors going around that there could be a second season, but. Would you want a second season of The Watchmen? If here, let me let me let me say this too: if uh, Damon Lindelof is not involved in that in some capacity, uh, no,
1: absolutely not. If uh, if Damon Lindelof isn't in it, then I'm I'm definitely out. Uh, I, I think I'd be. I mean, if obviously if they come back with a season two. Uh, I'm gonna check it out just because I mm-hmm. enjoyed the first season so much. But I, I don't think that they need to, man. I think they ended it on the right note. I think that the,
0: the season was was uh, nothing's ever perfect, but that's dang near perfect. That's awful close. It comes yeah. close. And the ending with her just stepping out not stepping on the water, but stepping out over the water not and leaving it to your imagination. Did she get his powers or not? You know? Yeah. Um I like the way it ends, it leaves it for me to decide and um, I don't know where you would go with the second season right you know I mean obviously there's places you can go because I've always said and I've been one to say that the original Watchmen graphic novel um, I've I've, I've always been a firm believer of that you cannot do a sequel to it and Mm -hmm. obviously Alan Moore the writer creator of it well co-creator him and Dave Gibbons but anyway has You know, been staunchly against ever having anything Watchmen related happen. Uh, Won't have his name tied to anything DC, all stemming from this, among other things. But um, so, I I don't know. I mean, I think I'm like you. I I, I would definitely check it out, but I don't think it's. uh, I I don't think I would have the excitement for it that I had for this for this uh, for this season that we got. I think I think sometimes it's best to leave one and done mm-hmm. when you've got something that good, there's absolutely no need to make another one when it's yeah. that good you know that's yeah. something that's something I could go back right now and watch and get as much if not more because as you know when you watch something a lot of times the second time you get even more out of it because you're more into it. You're you're paying closer attention. The first time you've got in my case, fanboy eyes, like I've always said with the like Avengers in game sure. and so on and so forth. First time you're there is the fanboy. The second time I go in and I'm gonna set and I'm gonna watch watch this movie and mm-hmm. enjoy it. Which is why with the Avengers I cried more the second the third time than I did the first time. Don't get me oh, wrong dude. teared up the first time. But like that second and third time, Tony Stark's death hit way harder. And I yeah. think it'd be the same thing with the Watchmen for me too. So yeah. I tell you, man, I can't watch Endgame without crying. It's hard to. I mean, yeah. I, we watched it here, and Claire got mad at me for making her watch it because it's just sad. Uh, you know, uh, she was not a fan of Infinity War because mm-hmm. of the, the way it ended, and then, you know, you go into uh, – then you get the whole thing with the Endgame, and she was uh, she was crying at the end of it, too. Everybody was. Of course, Ella Kate's like, what's wrong with you two? But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, Still real to me, dang it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, real quick – um, there was Watchmen. I know you yeah. had been watching Um Westworld, another HBO yeah, series.
1: Yeah, yeah. I finished Westworld.
0: I'm so, all caught up with Westworld. So, what were your thoughts by the end of season? Th- okay, let me ask you this first. Actually, okay, so season two ended. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still in Westworld. Well, yeah. kind of. You're kind of in Westworld, but you know it's going to be something completely different going into yeah, season three. The, the, um, sorry. Yeah, at
1: the at the end of season two, no, you're fine. At the end of season two, uh, you're taken off of Westworld mm-hmm. and put into the put into the you know Earth or the the
0: real world or whatever world. you want to call it, mm-hmm. and then that goes from there into season three. So, were you expecting it? To, for me, it's like a complete. It, it, it's not, but it felt completely uh, like a completely different series. You know what I'm saying? Like a reboot, right? Yes, it was almost like a reboot. Um. Yeah. Were you worried at first about the direction it was going in? Because I know some people were not sold on the direction at first, but I think most people that are fans of it were um, were satisfied by the end of the season. Um, that's my first question. What, what were your thoughts going into the first to this third season, and were you still as high after, say, two episodes as you thought you were going to be on it?
1: So, uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but Season 2, it was hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really, really good stuff in it, and then there's some stuff where I was like, seriously, is this uh, is this anything that we have to do? Um, there's a lot of episodes, well, not a lot of episodes, but there's a couple episodes in Season 2 that reminded me of The Fly in Breaking Bad. Do you remember that episode of Breaking yes. Bad? Yes. Uh, and I was just like, man, this this just doesn't seem... This just doesn't seem like it's, you know, advancing anything. Um, so that being said, when I got to season three, I was optimistic just because I knew that they were going to have to reduce the things, reset some things. And uh, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I, I think it took me a little bit longer to get into Westworld season three than mm-hmm. it did the other two. But by the end of it, man, I mean, the last, what, three episodes, they ramp oh, it up.
0: Those last three, I mean, it's just a it, – it, like you said it ramps up and there's just so much happening but it's not too much happening at the same time it's not like you're getting lost um uh i i was on board from the beginning i think um that blade runner feel for me because a big blade runner fan in general Mm -hmm. um that uh, not really cyberpunk but you know what i'm saying that kind of that vibe um but by the end of it I told Clay, and I think I said on here too, at the end of it when uh, they were closing out and uh, Pink Floyd was playing in the background and all that stuff, and then you know even after that you had the post credit scene where you get the Man in Black back. Yeah. Um, uh, It it by the by the end I was uh, pleasantly pleasantly surprised with where everything had gone because I kept waiting for um. Uh, Thandie Newton's character, who just slipped my mind all of a sudden, I had it right there. Uh, maze? Maze, To I kept waiting on her to make the turn, you know, because mm-hmm. Dolores... Uh, so, Dolores' character, uh, and I've just completely jumped around, but Dolores' character, her arc is like... Uh, you know, in the first season, she's helpless. The second season, she becomes just this, this badass, basically. Yeah. And then in the third season, you go into it, okay, she's the villain. But by the end of it, I'm feeling nothing but sympathy for her, you know, when she's hooked up to the machine and having her memory stripped from her and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting the entire time because I just I, – I didn't see uh, – What's her name? You just said it and I forgot it already because I keep Maze. Maze, thank you. I didn't see Maze Maze not, not Maze. Sorry. It's maze all right. corn I- obviously I-, I like Maze. I like corn. Yeah. But maze- I feel like a freak on a leash. <laughs> I kept waiting on Maeve to make that turn. And you know, they had some awesome fight scenes that come out of that and stuff, but I was just like, Is she gonna make the turn? Because I know it's gonna happen and it took so long, but by the when she did, it was probably one of the most satisfying scenes for the in the entire season for me. Mm-hmm. was that, but um, by the time we was said and done I don't know, I I have no idea where it's going to go really, I don't think, I think we'll see Dolores again, I hope we will in some form, uh, Aaron, how good is Aaron Paul by the way, I've said it on here and Clay said it on here a hundred million times, but Aaron Paul, man, other than uh, the Need for Speed movie you <laughs> cannot do wrong when it comes yeah. to roles, I mean like uh, if you need somebody and you have any questions, just go to Aaron Paul. My goodness, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, I always thought of him as being amazing just because he was able to, to go toe-to-toe with Brian Cranston right. you know, for all those seasons of, mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad. But he's also one of those guys that you worry about when a major series like that ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I'm so happy to see him pop up on stuff like this. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched that show, The Path, on Hulu,
0: I know which one you're talking about. I never did get to watch it.
1: Um, I haven't. I've seen episodes. I I got into it, and then uh, and then I had to, you know, (laughs) funds got tight, so I had to like cancel Hulu for a while, and I just never have got back into it. I probably ought to try to finish that. But uh, I thought he did great there. You know, and he's he's acting against uh, Hugh Dancy and. uh, Mm the lady from kiss kiss bang
0: bang whose name is uh no who you're talking about but i cannot obviously yeah. i can't remember names at all anymore
1: yeah i want to say michelle taktenberg but i know that's wrong um but anyway like it's it's just nice to see him it's just nice to see him surviving and thriving the way that he is and it's not and not having to go back to that jesse pinkman well
0: yes. all the time yeah you not, know he's not getting stereotyped into that that type yeah. of role yes
1: yeah you know he uh he did a he did a kind of cameo in Central Intelligence uh, with yes. Dwayne Johnson and yes. Kevin Hart, and he you know he picks up Jesse Pinkman's signature line there. Mm-hmm. But besides that, you haven't heard anything like that, and so it's just really I, I just I like that kid a lot, and I'm I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. I, um, I think
0: um, I, well, obviously Breaking Bad yeah. was his breakout role, sure. but at the same time, I think this for me was. A reintroduction of Aaron Paul. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I think that I I do think that the like taking stuff like the Need for Speed movie hurt. You know, I I really do think it hurt what he was going for. But um, this was a reintroduction, and by the end of it, I cannot wait to see more of it. The sad thing is, we have to wait at least two years probably before we get a season four. Yeah. Um, That's the hard part with these HBO series. Um, it, it's it, and plus you know with everything else going on in the world that makes it even you know the waiting that much longer so sure um, I, but I wanted to bring that up because I knew that we, you had been watching it and we had not got to talk about it. Um, anything else you want to say about Westworld before we move into the news unless you have anything else?
1: Uh, no that's it on Westworld. The only other thing that I'd like to kind of highlight is uh, I got into the FX series what we do in the shadows
0: is that good dude it is hilarious huh. i've watched the movie of, of course but yeah I've not watched i have not watched the series
1: uh I, I i love the movie but i have i have fallen in love with the characters in the series mm-hmm. and uh man it is it is appointment tv for me um it's gotten to the point where like i i've got sling tv now and i've got it recorded and so tonight as soon as i'm done i've got I'm doing this with you and then I'm recording uh, sauce up the scary right after it. Uh, as soon as I get done with both of those, that's the first thing I'll watch. I won't even watch the Wednesday night wrestling. I'll just throw on what we do in the shadows.
0: That says a lot when you hear Derek say that he's not going to watch wrestling for what we can do in the shadows. I'm just going to yeah. say that. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, I need to catch up on that. I, I I just it's one of those I've always wanted to watch and just have not gotten the chance to. Um I don't know. I, I don't know why either. It's just one of those I'm like, I'll see it and I'll be like, I need to watch that. And then just something something happens and I never get around to it. Part of it may be because I, like you, canceled Hulu. Of mm-hmm. course, FX is part of that Hulu package. And uh, so I didn't have access to it because I just never tuned into FX, the channel itself. Yeah. And um, But I did go ahead and finally uh, upped my Disney Plus. Package to include ESPN Plus and Hulu Plus. Oh, nice! The other day, I just I told Claire, let's just go ahead and do this. Might as well, yeah. Uh, mainly so I could watch the Goldbergs again because that show's my favorite. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so Derek, let's move into. We actually have. I'm pretty excited. Uh, normally I don't get that excited for trailers, but um, we do have a new trailer that finally, we actually have a new movie trailer that dropped. I realize there's been some movie trailers out there. Don't get me wrong, but like this is the first really blockbuster. Big, big, yeah, block. But I don't know if it'll be blockbuster. But for me, blockbuster. And I'm. Are you a fan of Bill and Ted? Uh,
1: yeah, I am. I don't know if I'm like a fanatic, but mm. uh, I you know I I enjoyed the. I enjoyed the movies and the cartoon mm-hmm. as a
0: kid. Yes. Um, I Bill and Ted, of course we're talking Bill and Ted Face the Music. The trailer dropped this week, or yesterday actually, yeah. and um, uh, I'm excited. Uh, it doesn't really give a lot away. I mean, it just gives you a feeling of what you're going to get. I mean, it's Bill and Ted going into it, uh, if you've seen the movies I think you'll know what you're going to get out of it because it feels pretty similar to the other ones I did think it was neat that at the beginning of it it had the old Orion Pictures mm-hmm. uh, logo at the beginning um, I, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out when I was in 8th grade and uh, it was my go to movie for probably that entire year we mm-hmm. watched it all the time, at least non-stop, it was the, the movie for us when me and my friends would get together we'd watch Bill and Ted and um, it's uh, it, So it's always had a special place for me. Um, I just wanted to throw it out there. I think if you are a fan, you should be excited for this. Uh, if you're not a fan, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much you really like it, to be honest, because it's such a uh, – it's almost a niche type of uh, movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, from, it's from a different time. They're going back and – evoking those same feelings from those previous two movies excellent adventure and bogus journey i'm with you bogus journey is uh, to me it's not as good of a movie but it's still it's still good i think it's probably gotten better with time mm-hmm. so um i don't know we'll see it was my introduction to promise so i have to give it a lot of props <laughs> for that because i had never heard promise until the end of that yeah. uh, at the battle of the Bands. um uh, just r- my one question for this uh which you've already answered is are you excited for this and do you okay actually i'll tell you what here's my question will this be vod or will it be theatrical or both for me no just do you think do you think they're gonna go ahead and and push for vod as well when is
1: it when's it supposed to
0: august um august i can't remember the exact date i know it's in august okay um I,
1: honest to God, Jason, I think that from now on they'll probably do both.
0: I do too. I think we've we've uh, that seal's been broken. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it quite a bit on here. Um, I think that seal's been broken, and I don't think there's any going back. I think that trolls really open people's eyes to the fact that uh, video on demand is a viable alternative to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've said, I. I I don't have a problem watching a movie VOD if it's something like Trolls or whatever. Um, of course, it's a blockbuster. You know, I will go to the theater. I am. I, I, I my preference is the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, What's I'm assuming yours is the theater too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's just nice though to be able to if to have that choice if I want to be at home to you know do the VOD. Uh, I realize there's a lot of fighting going on about it, which I think is silly. I don't think you can stop it. I mean, as I've said before, it's like video games. Mm -hmm. Um, For the longest time, brick and mortar fought against the whole. uh, download downloadable games thing, mm-hmm. and they lost. And uh, I think brick and mortar theaters can fight this too, but I don't think it's a battle they're going to win. Um, what are your thoughts on all of that mess?
1: Well, I think that I think that there's always going to be a love for going to the movies. You know, uh, I don't think that that's just exclusive to like you and me and you mm-hmm. know a handful of other people. I think that right. that the majority of the world would rather go to the movies. I know that we complain about the popcorn and the, you know, the, the overpriced uh, concessions and things like that, but that's just part of it, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you go to the movie theater, you know, that you're going to pay a crap ton for, for whatever. Um, I, I just, I don't think that there's anything like getting together. And this sounds weird, I guess, but, uh, I don't think that there's anything that beats getting together with a group of strangers to watch a movie that you all are very excited about watching, you know? Um, I just think back to like the <laughs> to the crazy midnight premieres that we used to have mm-hmm. at the at the Highland 10. But not only that, but like w- watching I watched The Dark Knight Jason ten times in mm-hmm. movie theaters, and nothing ever compared to that first night, that midnight premiere where it was elbows and buttholes, mm-hmm. and you know we're all in there, we're sweating, and you know that thing finally fires up and i and i just remember the reactions from the major scenes in that movie and uh you know i think that that's something that'll that'll live with me till i'm dead Mm -hmm. so i i I think that it's smart to err on the side of caution especially with uh with covid19 um and you know we don't know what's going to happen with that we don't know if there's going to be a second you know huge wave or there uh, is there i know I know. I,
0: i just whispered that but there will be
1: yeah, um, I'm just trying to be cautiously optimistic. Oh,
0: I'm optimistic, uh, but I mean. <laughs> let's not go. I, okay, I'm done. Yeah, all
1: because right. I'm in live entertainment and <laughs> yes. I really can't afford I know. I uh, want you to be let's back. Get shut down. I yeah. want
0: you to be back in there in that live entertainment. Uh, it's yeah. just, uh, okay, I'm not going to yeah. get started. Let's go. So, in,
1: anyway, uh, I say all that to say that uh, I think it's smart to do both right now. Uh, and I think that. That you're right, you know, with with the success of Trolls and you know, I think what
0: what else, uh, the Invisible Scooby, Man and, uh, and in the Hunt, uh, Bloodshot, uh, Invisible Man. Well, of course, now Invisible Man and Bloodshot both did have uh, a short theatrical and didn't onward have a short one as well. Yeah, it was um, real quick. Yeah, uh, you know, Scooby Doo was right. uh, one of the bigger ones, which such a good movie I said yeah. before, but um, I, uh, I'm glad that. Not to interrupt, but I'm glad that I got to watch those uh, at home with my daughter because um, I think she had a better time with both trolls in that one. Being able to sit at home and enjoy it without everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and and, and so. there's
1: there's a comfort to that too, man. Yeah. Where you know you if you got to go to the bathroom, you pause the TV and you go to the bathroom. If you want to make popcorn, you go make popcorn. If you need a soda, you go grab a soda. There's there's a comfortability to that that you don't get at the movies. But for me, uh, there there'll never be anything that replaces yeah. it. Um, it's it's like it's like any other live event, right? Like it's easier to watch football on a on my you know 70 inch big screen tv in my recliner but golly there's nothing like going to a game exactly
0: as i as always when i when we talk i mine's nascar i watch nascar (laughs) i'm skipping a nascar race right now to make this podcast but i can go and watch it you know after a while but there's nothing like being there and hearing the cars and blah, blah blah um so yeah i'm with you it's uh it, it, it's a new... It, it really is a... Uh, a, uh, it's, a it, it's a shift that people are just going to have to... I, I don't see what the big deal is, honestly. I don't think theater is going to lose that much money um, with this VOD stuff because if you want to watch a movie at a theater, you're going to go watch that movie at the theater. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, for me that feeling you got for me mine was um, just real quick and then we're going to the news uh, mine was uh, watching we marathoned the first uh, the first the phase one Marvel movies up to Avengers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Clay and I drove down to uh, Athens Georgia I can't remember I think it was Athens but anyway we drove all the way down to Georgia closest one to do it and there's nothing better than sitting in a theater with a bunch of like-minded geeks for all those movies and everybody having the same reactions at the same time and then mm-hmm. watching that watching the new one and you know you know how it is when you're there with everybody and everybody is like cheering and yep. geeking out I can remember Infinity War when you finally get to see uh, the Black Panther for the first time and then uh, all of a sudden like like two row, or maybe the row in front of us anyway the the people in front of us yelled out Wakanda forever and all that stuff you know everybody's (laughs) you know and everybody's like "Woo!" yeah that's that's the theater experience for me yeah absolutely that's that's where it's at for me yeah Uh, that's there's nothing better than being there with your friends and well 400 of your friends right you know and all taking that in at the same time, unless there's some stupid drunk beside you who decided Ugh. to watch the movie and ruin it for you. But that's yeah. you know whatever that happens to. Or unless your so. manager
1: goes to the Cotton Eye Joe, uh, yes, <laughs> before Blade
0: Two and advises everybody. Everybody, there. everybody. Oh hey, my gosh. Uh,
1: so <laughs> so two things, two things on that, and then we can uh, fire away. But uh, so you did that with the Avengers. I did that with the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. So we started at like five o'clock with Batman Begins. And there was maybe like, I don't know, hundred people, but it, they were all in IMAX too. Mm-hmm. So, but it was like hundred people in the theater. And then the second movie started at like eight o'clock and there was, you know, and then it, there was probably half the theater was full. And then the last one started at midnight. And, uh, you know, and so, and so by that point, everything, you know, the whole theater is packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just so much fun you know so many people at, at the job i was at at the time were like seriously dude you're gonna you're gonna for nine hours you're gonna sit in a movie theater and watch these movies back to back to back and i was like yeah i can't really think Definitely. of anything better
0: that i <laughs> there's nothing the, you know part of it's just the, the the geek in you but like um there's nothing and you, you don't understand okay if if you're not steeped in that if that's not something that has you know you grew up with batman you you mm-hmm. love these movies i grew up with the x-men i grew up with marvel uh, star wars is the same thing you know yeah. but like when you're looking on the outside and you're just a casual fan of these movies um it's hard to really understand that feeling for somebody like us like we said with avengers endgame i i mean you know there's real tears by the end of that movie there's real tears from the start of the movie to the end of the movie yeah um that you only get if uh, of course if you're invested in them you're going to but when you're really invested when you're when my life has been I'm 43 years old and I've read comic books for 30 something odd years of that and you know I've waited I waited my entire adolescent life uh high school blah blah, blah all that never saw never thought I'd get to see one Avengers movie one Iron Man movie much less an entire shared universe of 26 movies yeah and to have that pay off I mean I've got chill bumps right now talking about it again I still get them to this day there's I don't think there will ever be a feeling like I had by the time I walked out of Avengers Endgame Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying absolutely I don't think I've ever and that's I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a a Marvel fan I think yeah, although that could be different now, but um, by the I I walked out of Avengers. I felt like I had it was the biggest thrill ride. I cried. I've gone through all the m- emotions. I walked out of uh, Return of the R- Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, see, I get so mad. Mm-hmm. I can't even think about it. Rise of Skywalker. I said that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. You know, what I'm saying it was yeah. such. And and that and part of that that deflation for something that i love too but anyway i'm not i'm not allowed to talk about star wars either so (laughs) but anyway so
1: one one more thing and then uh we'll move on i know that we're we're, we are rambling on this one i apologize (laughs) uh but so i don't know if i've ever told you this before or not I'll, i'll keep it clean so that you don't uh offend anybody but i watched in excuse me infinity war i think this was like my third or fourth no I'm sorry this was my second time watching the Infinity War and we have this Podunk movie theater here in Branson um, you know the tickets cost like three bucks mm-hmm. and, you know it's one of those like run down yeah. older theaters but it's it's you know they still play the newer stuff and, and everything and I'm, I'm very blessed that we have it blah 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 whatever so anyway uh, I'm a day off Infinity War uh, I think it came out the weekend before on that Monday I'm off so I'm like I'm gonna go watch this again and uh, so I you know I sit up or I've, I've got my seat, I've got my my hat on, you know, and stuff. Just watching, and there's these two guys behind me who are just fanboying over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when when Thor gets the axe, I, I thought seriously that the, they may climax, you know, like it was just <laughs> it's just that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so then when Thanos does the snap, and uh, you know the heroes start going away, it's it's, I mean, just silence, right? And this guy, this guy goes, guys, like, out loud. Guys, <laughs> what the fuck is going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, like, had to put my hat over my face so that I didn't laugh at this poor gentleman. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's still real to him. And mm-hmm. uh, and he walked out of it just like, I can't believe they would do it. <laughs> Black Panther? <laughs> he just had a movie come out, man. <laughs> and I was just like, buddy, you got to... <laughs> You gotta calm down. He will be back, I promise.
0: That that was my favorite thing about multiple viewings of Infinity War was Mm -hmm. just that ending and watching people who didn't know what was gonna happen and then my wife for one absolutely hated the ending. I I said it before but I mean she was like, What the F? What? (laughs) She's like, You're kidding me? I just sat through two and a half hours for that. She was so mad when she left and people were like just you know getting up and cussing and stuff but oh yeah that's the beauty of something like that that you can evoke that much you know that 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 feeling of just like pure hatred or not hatred but anger about how a movie ended you know because yeah. it's such a it's it's probably one of my all-time favorite cliffhangers when i think of movies
1: yeah, it's it's so, tremendous, and yeah. it's um, you know, <laughs> uh, there's so much I want to talk to you yeah. about. Uh, so if we stuff. can get
0: started and just go on, what we need to do is come yeah. back and let's do a let's do an episode on on this. On, on, yeah, on this, you could do. I swear, you I I think you could talk for two hours or more on what Marvel did with twenty six movies and the feelings oh, yeah. that, that, that it elicited by the end of that whole, you know, by the end of phase four, three, yeah. phase three. Um, but, uh, yes, it, we should come back and talk about that and and expand, I think, on that at some point. Yeah, for sure. So, with that being said, Derek, let's move into some news for the week. Um, as always... Uh, the times we live in, there is not that much news. We do have some some news. So we're just going to breeze through these a little bit um, uh, and, and kind of hit them a, a little just because I feel like I need to maybe talk on them a little bit, uh, get your input on some of them too. Um, so let's start out with uh, PlayStation 5. Uh, I know you have a PlayStation 4 because we talked about playing Spider-Man, right? I'm not getting mixed up, am I? No, you're
1: not. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a running joke on Sauce so Up is Scary. So right before the uh, quarantine self-isolation, whatever you want to call it, hit, uh, it was like a week before my PlayStation broke. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. And mm. so, I, uh, <laughs> so I've so i been campaigning for mm. months now for uh, for people to sign up for our Patreon account so that mm. I can get a new PlayStation. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah
0: so it's it's,
1: uh it's crazy but yeah so i i do i have a playstation PlayStation 4 i'll probably just wait now to get the playstation 5 yes
0: well you're going to get your first look at it it was scheduled for uh last week but uh it got delayed because of world events um it has been rescheduled Mm -hmm. for tomorrow um Mm. i had hoped to get to talk about it on here but obviously we won't get to um so that is something I just want to throw out there to uh, let everybody know, look forward to that because I know we have a lot of listeners that are PlayStation fans and um, I'm interested to see what they're going to show this will be the first time we get to see anything other than a controller and I think they've shown one game so far Um, it's a PC and PlayStation 5 exclusive, so you've got that to look forward to on the 11th but the part that I want to hit on real quick, and I I am a big stickler on pricing and stuff like that because yeah. that's such a big part of these uh, buildups to release is how much is it going to cost? How much am I going to have to put down? So there was a leak this week, a uh, potential leak on PlayStation 5 price. Um, now take this with a grain of salt. Uh, it was a Amazon UK listing that listed it for five ninety nine ninety nine. That's oh my in, God! That's in pounds. So I converted that. Um, I have it right here in front of me. If you convert that to American dollars, seven hundred and sixty-four dollars and forty-four cents.
1: Yeah, I was going to say seven fifty. Yeah.
0: Now I don't think I don't think you're going to see it that high, but mm-hmm. I do think you're going to be paying a lot, whether it's an X- Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah. So uh, again, they'll take that with a grain of salt because they, they they've kind of got out there and tried to debunk this a little bit, and uh, because it had a the listing had a two terabyte hard drive and all this stuff in it, but still, uh, that's a lot of money. Your gaming systems. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Your gaming iPhone. systems are going to wind up being
1: like your iPhone, right? I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> we're just going to we're just going to exchange it every two years for the newest one, and we'll what? give you you know fifteen dollar store credit for it. I would almost do that. I would, oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: Almost do that, honestly. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think on this. Uh, I don't think at this uh, event tomorrow. I don't think you'll see a price. I think they're just going to show games. I don't even know if you'll get a, lot, a look at the box. I hope you do. That's another one of my favorites. Is to see what's this thing going to look like. How's it going to look under my shelf? So uh, we'll come back next week and talk a little bit more about that. Again, I just wanted to throw that out there and let everybody know. Um, uh, kind of rolling off of that too. Um, Xbox Lockhart references are found in Windows code libraries, and what that is, Lockhart is the code name for a cheaper version of the new Series X, which they're going to call Series S. So, if you don't want to pay that exorbitant amount of money that it looks like you're going to have to pay for the high end one, um, it looks like maybe you'll get a a kind of like a mid tier. So, you know, you got your regular iPhone eleven, you got your eleven mm-hmm. pro, your eleven pro Max, something along those lines. So
1: so, uh, so one will have two cameras and the other one will have three? Yes.
0: Yeah. So, yes, that kind of that kind of thing. I don't know exactly, uh, they, there's not been a lot said about this, a lot of speculation, but they still haven't said if it's even a real thing, you know. Microsoft has not come out and said that the, that it is going to be something that they do um, I think it would be smart because you know you're looking at I'm gonna say I don't know if they'll hit 499 on the high- end one I think you're gonna be looking at 599 I really do yeah. for the new system uh, on the Xbox side at least um, so I think it's smart to put something yes you'll sacrifice a little power but if you're still getting 4k viz and all that stuff, You know, this may be something to seriously think about. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, We've got that one, Derek. Uh, I know I'm just breezing through this, but again, there's just not a lot of news out there. Um, This next one is kind of interesting. I put it out on the group page. Uh, Mass Effect, one of the most beloved trilogies of the last generation, is uh, getting a remaster, an HD remaster. Hopefully coming out this year, it's not been confirmed, but... Um, I know we have some Mass Effect fans out there, so uh, I put it out to them if they would be interested in purchasing a purchasing the purchasing this trilogy again in a remastered form, or if they were good with just playing the original one they had. Uh, most people said they would be interested in doing this. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Are you for? remastering and getting a 4k uppres you know upgrade type of deal or are you good with playing a game in its original form you know you know what I'm saying with all yeah. its with all its little you know inconsistencies or whatever that it yeah. had originally
1: man I I guess it kind of depends for me on the type of game
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like with the spider-man game I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the way that it was, and uh, I, I think it was in HD, and 4K, and all that stuff too. Uh, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I, I was pretty no, sure I that. It,
0: the, I think they had an. Um, I think they had a a, a upgrade yeah. for an HD or a 4K upgrade, I should say. Uh, and I'll, you know, I, I'm not,
1: uh, and and forgive me because I feel like this is blasphemy for the show, but I, I'm not the biggest like gamer. Uh, I like sports games, I like wrestling mm-hmm. games, I like comic book games, mm-hmm. that's about it. I need to probably expand my horizons, but it gets to the point now, I, and <laughs> you understand this uh, with your horde of people that live under your house, like, I just don't have
0: time, you know? It's uh, hu- it, it, I, I hear you, it's hard for me to invest the time. I, I got the Spider-Man game, and I've, I, I, I love it, I've played it a ton, but I've still not beat it. Um, yeah it's just hard to find time to sit down with a game, especially like a Spider-Man or a Mass Effect, where you have to put time into it to, you know, get that real enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Um, That's why, for me, uh, multiplayer games and, like you said, sports games and stuff like that, although wrestling games have been kind of a a lost cause here lately. um, But stuff like, I'm more of a quick hit in and out type of gamer you know what I'm saying okay I can get in I can play some games with my friends and go on about my business I, yeah. I, I have basically two hours I have a two hour block of time that I can devote to playing games with my friends Yeah, and when I do I want to play something that we can just jump in and uh, like Warzone just jump in and play and have a good time and not have to worry about hitting a save point or anything like that to finish you know finish off the play session yeah so, and
1: and honest to God, if I'm going to do something like that, if I'm going to like go, if I'm going to play games with a with a buddy of mine or something, I want them in the room with me, mm-hmm. and we're probably playing like some dumb N64 wrestling game. Listen,
0: uh, uh yeah, it, WCW NWO Revenge, I think, is the one you're thinking of. Uh, oh, that's I think, 100%. I think that's my favorite one of all time when it comes to wrestling. I will tell you this on the PS4 side real quick, and then we'll move on. Um you should look into have you checked out Fire Pro Wrestling?
1: Dude, I haven't. I need to really yes. badly. Um yes. because I know it's got a lot of the it's got a lot of the people that I love on mm-hmm. it, you know, from like the independent outside of the WWE. A lot of,
0: a lot of New Japan or most of the New Japan roster is on there, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um and plus I think I think you can uh download uh created characters and of course mm-hmm. you know when you get into that you get into people creating uh, whoever then you yeah. can get into like well just say AEW for instance or something like that yeah so. that
1: it's uh, it's one of the reasons why I like the WWE 2K games uh, the last one notwithstanding but um, mm-hmm. the ones before this is the reason I like it so much is I wind up you know people will spend hours creating mm-hmm. these intricate wrestlers that look exactly like what you think the wrestler would look like on a video game and I'll download them and that that will be who I play with more than you know. It's it's all the old 80s and 90s wrestlers that they bring in, and then it's all the created characters and to heck with the main
0: roster. My thing with that was I would I would spend hours on end making a created character and think it would be this just be awesome, and then you know you could do the thing where you'd run them down the entrance and you could see their their uh, intro and all that stuff. Yeah, and it just looked like the worst like. Mishmash of it just looked like a horror show coming down through there. You're just like, what in the crap have I created? <laughs> you know, faces melting off and that kind of thing. So yeah, I just never could. I I was never good, and that was something I would spend hours like trying to do. I used to love doing it, but I just never was that good. It amazes me what people can sit and do with those with those games. You know, yeah. the people that have the time to sit there and really work at them. Yeah, so. I never
1: I never uh, created the I never created wrestlers, but I would always create my friends. Yes, that'd so be the best like thing. me. And my best friends and you know and stuff and so now when i when i do get my playstation back up i'm gonna have to create jason hall and uh have yeah. him you know win the world title that's
0: it'd be great be great i would love to win the world title just once just i have once. you beat goldberg that's not that hard to do anymore <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to have a good match to beat goldberg you know no, not gonna go into it oh We're you never good. did never right. did <laughs> All right, all right. Moving on, yeah. moving on from that. Just uh, here's another, just real quick announcement, more or less. Uh, free comic book day, which was postponed. One of the greatest days of the year. It was. It's Amen. in May. You get free comic books. I mean, that's all you need to say. Free comic books. Unfortunately, got postponed because of the COVID stuff. Um, Marvel is bringing their uh, free comic books to stores in July. If I've I've lost the date, I had it right in front of me. Uh, yes, they'll be released in July. They don't have a date, a firm date yet, but you get X-Men 1 and Spider-Man and Venom Number 1. So nice. we get free comic books. Um, and as I've talked on here, Clay and I, nonstop, uh, the new X-Men stuff is amazing. So it's just uh, free comic books. I'm excited to have comic books back. I went to the comic book shop this week. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to get me some new comic books. Going to get in there. I get in. I had two comic books. I was like, man, it's been months, but it was still two comic books. And uh, I had to buy a comic book long box again, which makes me really (laughs) sad. So you got that. And then uh, the biggest news out of the whole comic book side of thing is that DC cut their ties with Diamond Comics Distributors, which is the largest comic distributor in the country. Um, I'm not going to go into much detail about it, but, uh, it's big news. Uh, Diamond is the distributor of comics and DC was like 30% of their distribution. And, um, from what I'm hearing, uh, most dealers are not pleased with DC doing this. So we'll see what happens. Um, i don't know i'm not a big dc fan so it it doesn't affect me as much i don't think their comics are nearly as good as what they used to be uh i've talked about that before so i won't go into it here um derek anything comic related you want to bring up real quick before we move on because the next thing is what i'm really excited to hear your thoughts on
1: uh no sir let's let's go right into it baby
0: because as derek has said um him and Jeff have a little podcast called Saw Something Scary, which I uh, recommend wholeheartedly. Um, the Chernobyl episode was great, by the way, again. oh yeah, it before, thanks, but uh, that's such a good show. Yeah, um, it's, it's tremendous. So, Derek's on, and I had to talk about Evil Dead 4. <laughs> Evil Dead 4 has set a director, a title, and a new, unfortunately, ashless story. So i'm just gonna throw it right out there Derek. what are your thoughts on this how excited are you for this
1: um i'm very meh to it right now Mm -hmm. um did you like the the 2013 remake of evil dead with uh Gully. Okay. i forget the guys i forget the director's name uh
0: F- Fetty Al- alvarez yeah
1: alvarez uh, there it is um did you
0: w- did you enjoy that i i now I, I, let me say this i haven't seen it since it was released yeah at the time i it, I, I thought it was better than i ever expected it to be yeah you know what i'm saying i I'm, yeah. I'm not sure um if i went back today you know which way I would go, but at the time I just, I was pleasantly surprised with what we got in that remake. And I was surprised and excited for the sequel that they kind of uh, threw out there too, you know what I'm saying? That kind of set up, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I,
1: I enjoyed it. Um I think Fede Alvarez is a really good director for that kind
0: of stuff, but there's a different there's a different guy in it for this one, mm-hmm. right? It is. Um, I've got it right here in front of me. Lee Cronin. C- Cronin. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but uh, he was handpicked by Sam Raimi to take over the uh, Evil Dead proper. Hmm. Um, it said, let me see. I was trying to see where, I thought it mentioned his last, Uh. The Hole in the Ground. He was the writer-director on that from it come out last year. I have not seen it.
1: Hole in the ground. That sounds
0: familiar. Mm-hmm. Man, I,
1: I feel like I've probably seen that. I also feel like that I hated it.
0: Mm. <laughs> so, if, it's the,
1: if it's the movie I'm thinking of, right. I, th- I think that there's actually... If it's the movie I'm thinking of, I've, I'm i pretty sure, yeah, I did hate this movie. I gave it mm-hmm. a 1 out of 10 okay. on IMDb. Um, yeah, it was garbage.
0: All right. I have so, not seen so it. So now,
1: now I'm definitely not... Excited about this Evil Dead remake?
0: Okay, well, I was kind of excited. I mean, you know, you are talking Evil Dead, Um, yeah. Evil Dead One and Two, and Army of Darkness are freaking classics. Um, But I was just, uh, you know, I was pretty excited. But I knew that Bruce Campbell had gone into semi-retirement, so when he when this was announced, and I thought he was attached to star in it as well, Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of a you know that's a downer for me in this case um so i don't know i I, i'm i'll have to see something before i really throw any judgment out there i think uh saddened that he's not in it but i don't know yeah i haven't seen the other movie but now i'm kind of worried even more after hearing what you were saying about uh the hole in the ground yeah it was trash man okay
1: all right um yeah, I, I, I use this phrase a lot on Sauce of the Scary where I say I'm cautiously optimistic. I think for this, I'm cautiously pessimistic.
0: There you go. That is a good... That's. I'm with you on that. I like that. Like, pro- uh-huh. prove me wrong. You know, yes. give me
1: something... Give me a good trailer and prove me wrong on it and I'll, I'll be the first person to be like, yeah, I'm wrong. Um, but, yeah, without Campbell and uh, uh, with yeah. with this dude directing it and no, you know, and... and yeah, it's just... It's going to be hard to... It's going to be hard to continue that without Bruce. I think. Listen,
0: why not just pick up on the Alvarez? Although, if I remember right, didn't it kind of uh, uh, foreshadow Ash being in the next one, if I remember right, the end of the Re- Evil Dead remake?
1: Yeah, so uh, the yes, at, yeah. at the very end of it, yeah. uh, after the credits, because I didn't even realize this happened because uh, my date wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think she was scared. Uh, so we left early, or we left before you know mm-hmm. the end of the credits. And uh, at the very end of the credits, you hear Ash go groovy. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So yeah, they were they were trying to set it up, and
0: yeah. I don't know why that never went forward. I don't know. So
1: I, I think it's just because it. I don't think it did well at the box office, but it was also like in the middle of April, yeah. I think, when that movie came out, and that's kind of a dead. You know this you, yeah. from. You know, for being in, in in movies anyway, it's kind of a dead spot, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I I love Jane Levy though; I think she's great, and uh, I wish I wish it had been better. Yeah. But.
0: Well, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll get some more info on this and kind of an idea where they're going. So, I don't know. Campbell is attached to do in some aspect uh, on the producing side or something. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully, they can do something with it um did you watch ash versus the evil dead watch the first seat not all the first i watched part of the first season
1: yeah yeah I, I think i did too i know well i know that i did i don't think i finished the first season i enjoyed what i saw i just haven't had a chance to go back to it yeah same
0: here uh super gory yeah in a good way <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's that slapstick gore you know right uh, which is which is evil dead i don't i don't for me, Evil Dead, uh, well, especially Army of Darkness. I think Evil Dead, the first one, was the the scary, the horror movie, mm-hmm. and then I think uh, Evil Dead Two, for me, is more of a comedy. It really is. It, it's so funny. Like when he ch- when his hand gets chopped off and attacks him and on, so on and so forth. Um, I don't think it, the first one made. I was scared. Of course, I was a kid when I was watching it, but it scared me. Uh, the second one, uh, I was scared when I was watching it. When I was starting to watch it, but as the movie got started, um, it was way funny. And of course, it's it, it it it's really just a retelling of the first Evil Dead, right? You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then you get Army of Darkness, which is its own just craziness. So, yeah. in a good way, I say that in a good way.
1: Yeah. Did I ever tell you? Uh, I had to, I was I was going to audition for Evil Dead the Musical, and I, I had to back out the last second.
0: That would be great.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh. Theater. Theater in Murfreesboro, Tennessee was doing it, and a buddy of mine actually was directing it, and he said, "Dude, I want you to come in and and be a part of this." And I wasn't going to play Ash. They had already had somebody to play mm-hmm. Ash, but I was gonna, I was going to play. I forget who. Now, uh, it's been so long since one, I've seen those those movies.
0: One of the teenagers, I guess. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was you know one of the guys that was with I think the the guy that was trying to get it on with his girlfriend the whole oh, okay. weekend.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. that's the
1: one that they they were pushing for me to be and and uh, this life happened and I couldn't do it, but it's uh it's, it's a uh, it's one of those things I'd like to tackle, you know, before
0: it's all said and done. Yes. I would like to see you tackle that and I would love to be there front row for that one. <laughs> so keep me informed. That would be Oh great. yeah. 100%. Uh, uh, I spoke a minute ago about Chernobyl mm-hmm. um, so the Chernobyl director Jonah Rennick, Rennick I think is how you pronounce his name is to helm The Last of Us uh, HBO Pilot uh, for those that don't know uh, The Last of Us is a post-apocalyptic uh, Playstation 4 game that um, is supposed to be really good I've never played it Um I just wanted to throw this out here because uh, again, Chernobyl was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by far, my favorite miniseries of last year. Yeah, um, and um, I think he would do good at this. I don't know how excited I am for this because The Last of Us. When you talk post-apocalyptic, um, you got either Mad Max, which is the first thing that always pops in my mind when you think post-apocalyptic, or. Um, the Vigo Mortensen one that I've already just forgotten. The Road. About. The Road, thank you. The Road, which is just sad and dour and makes you feel bad the entire time you're watching it type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Last of Us falls more into that second category, I think. Again, I've not played the game. I just know the story and stuff. So um, what do you think? Are you excited for this or do you have any feelings on this? Just I, does the does the Chernobyl director make you want to watch this more than what you would if it had just been another guy off the street doing it? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I I don't know much about the the video game or anything like mm-hmm. that, so uh, I you know I I go by who's doing it and you know who's in it and stuff like that. And so yeah, if these guys. Are a part of it, and they're you know our guy, whichever one it is. If uh, if the Chernobyl team is involved in it, then sign me up for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's just again, that's another one. Just throwing it out there because um, Chernobyl. That's all you got to say. If yeah. you've not watched Chernobyl, please go watch it. It's so I need to watch it again actually. Yeah, uh,
1: it, uh, it and Watchmen yeah. are something that I'm I'm going to go back and rewatch yeah. down the road. Listen, I'll and say
0: I'll say this. Sorry, um, I'll say this. Chernobyl is the only true story that I knew the entire story about, but had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen, but like when they were when they went in to shut the valves off the water valves, and they had to go down into the plant, and the flashlight goes out and stuff. You know? Yeah i'm on the edge of my seat scared to death and when they're throwing the uh the stuff off the top of the roof mm-hmm. oh my gosh dude yep. so good so good all right listen we got one more we're going long i'm trying to get you out of here i know you've got to do another podcast uh let's let's move through this real quick um goonies are you a fan yeah for sure 100 okay adam or not adam is it adam i had it right here in front of me and i've Uh, Yes, Adam Goldberg who is the creator of The Goldbergs on ABC, which is one of the best sitcoms out there today, especially if you grew up in the 80s um, you'll get all the feelings, has been writing a sequel script for nine years to The Goonies Uh, and he was prepared to submit that script to Richard Donner the director of of The Goonies he had a meeting and everything and then the the COVID stuff happened and they had to cancel. So my question on this one is, would you be excited for a new Goonies movie after all these years? Whew. Uh, first
1: inclination is no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, I, you know, maybe again, it's one of those things where show me something, yeah. uh, you know, I, 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 if you can put together a cast of characters or a group of actors like they did for the first It movie, mm-hmm. then yeah, sign me up. You okay. know, uh, but it's going to be hard to beat that first one.
0: I I don't think you can. Um, I think though that uh, somebody a, after having watched, have you ever seen the Goldbergs? Yeah. Okay. His love for that period of time really shines through and if and you know if somebody was going to attempt it he's somebody I would feel good about attempting to do a script for the goonies too um I don't know I don't know what you would do with it or anything but it excites me that it could involve Richard Donner as well I don't know I mean I would like to see the originals but the originals are getting old now you know, yeah. know what I'm saying I mean yeah. I would like to see the originals in the parents role and give us some. Uh, some some unknowns. I, I I would like to see unknowns going to these roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think something like that. I don't think I need to see today's stars as Goonies. I would prefer to see kids that I had that I don't know in there. Yeah. Uh, he says that the title of it was The Goonies Two Never Say Die because as we all know, Goonies Never Say Die.
1: Right. So yeah, I, I would like to see Axl Rose play Mama Fratelli.
0: <laughs> he could do that, and then after he got done with that, he could go on and do a sequel to Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, in which she survived. Yeah, and looked looked worse than worse for the wear. He would be yeah.
1: perfect. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you saw it, but maybe like a year, maybe two years ago. By now, I put that up on yes, social media I remember when you did
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! That dude looks rough.
1: Yeah, I mean they're identical. Yes. I've got the picture. I've got a side by side picture of them right now. They they look identical.
0: I'm trying to remember her name. She was such. She was a great actress, though. I mean, for those roles and stuff. Um, uh, Anne Ramsey. Yes, was her name. Yes, she was so mean in Throw Mama from the Train. Did you did you, did you ever see that one? Oh yeah. Uh, what was it Billy Crystal and was it Danny DeVito? If I'm thinking right, that sounds right. Yes. Uh. So, yeah. Bring let's get axel Rose in there as he, he could be the uh, the sister, like the, yeah, the, the yeah. twin sister. There we go. See, done. There it is. We, Adam Goldberg, we've got the story. If you need a villain, we're here for you. Okay, uh, Derek, uh, we're going to move on. Um, I had a couple other things planned, but I, I know I don't want to keep you much longer. Uh, so we're going to roll on past this one little thing I had planned. I'll tell you what, real quick. Um, I, I, I'll i do this. Josh posted a thing you can pick only three, and they're 80s movies. Uh, did you see this on the group page? Were you able to see it?
1: I, I Yeah, I did, and I commented did on you,
0: it. Okay, I couldn't remember if you had or not. Um, what were your three movies, just out of curiosity?
1: They were, uh, man, I want to say Ghostbusters, Terminator, and Short Circuit.
0: Yes, I think that that sounds right. I knew you'd put, or was it batteries not? Did, it wasn't batteries not included, was it? Maybe no. It was. It was, it was definitely short, short circuit, circuit. Short circuit. Uh, mine was uh, Goonies, Caddyshack, and Ghostbusters. Yeah. So uh, that's a tough list to go through, by the way, and pick out just three.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Glenn for using his wife's picks too, man. I thought that was genius.
0: Yes, I think that. Um, I think that Ghostbusters it was almost a consensus in there for the most part so yeah. uh, i just thought that was always fun we were going to go over it a little bit more but again i, I we've been running long and i don't want to keep <laughs> you away from the other one from hey the, saw uh, can, something I call, can, I,
1: can i call foul real quick on yes. something though? yes how are you going to put an 80s movies list together and not have the princess bride on there
0: exactly exactly i agree because i do not see it on here i'm looking at it right now
1: yeah, I, I mean, I went over it three or four times because I was like,
0: "Surely to goodness, if you're
1: going to pick like the the biggest movies of the '80s, you're going to put The Princess Bride on there, and it's nowhere to be found." I call nope. it Balderdash.
0: I uh, I agree. Uh, I could put Princess Bride in my list very easily.
1: I would drop Short Circuit in a heartbeat to put Princess Bride, in. And I and I'm 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 a very big Short Circuit fan. Mm-hmm. I know that's not something that's that's said a lot, but
0: no, uh, no, uh, Short Circuit's a great. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's so good. Yeah. So good. Mm. Uh I don't know. Uh for me, uh I just grew up Caddyshack was like a go to movie for me and obviously Ghostbusters mm-hmm. as well. Uh both those especially. And um I don't know, but looking on here, I mean Breakfast Club, you know, Flashdance. Uh, Flash Dance. Oh, wait a minute, wrong one. Uh Fast Flash Fast Times at Ridgemont High. All these movies. I, I I was really honestly on the fence about putting Aliens on there because Aliens had such effect on me as a kid because it uh, I had seen Alien and you know you got a single Alien and everybody's scared and then Aliens was such a turnaround and like this you know you got the Marines and so on and so forth. Such a good movie. But anyway, I, I'm going to look away from this list because I'll get started and uh, and we'll never get done. Yeah. Uh, so, what we're going to do, Derek, we're going to move into... Uh, we're going to bypass emails this week. Uh, sorry, guys, but we will be back next week with emails. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of geek history for this week. Um, so, we're recording on the 10th, and it's yes. going to drop, which is Wednesday. It's going to drop on the uh, 12th, which is Friday, but... The geek history I want to talk about for this week for the next two days is mm-hmm. June 11th, a very, very important day for me. And I'm going to say for you, too, because this mm-hmm. dude is one of the greatest comedians that I think people overlook a lot on this day. Oh, well, I
1: thought you were talking about my great grandmother's uh, birthday.
0: Uh, I'm sorry.
1: She, been, she would have she been 110
0: if she had, uh, she had lived. <laughs> You've thrown me off. I had it already. <laughs> okay. On this you're good. You're good. On this day in Geek History in nineteen thirty three, Gene Wilder was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wilder was known as a comedy legend because of his roles in movies like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Blazing Saddles and his four films with Richard Pryor. Wilder's, Wilder made his screen debut in 1967 in Bonnie and Clyde and had his first major role in 1968 in The Producers. Wilder passed away on August 29, 2016. He was 83 years old. So that is your moment. Um, are you Are you a Gene Wilder fan? I don't know if we've ever really talked about Gene Wilder that much.
1: Man, I don't think you can call yourself a comedian or a comic mm-hmm. actor and not be a fan of Gene Wilder. Yes.
0: Um, as it said on here, his films – well, okay. For me, the first thing that comes to mind, a lot of people is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but for me it's Blazing Saddles. <laughs> uh, it, it could be the perfect Mel Brooks movie for me. I still quote it to this day constantly.
1: Uh, my So my favorite Gene Wilder film is neither one of those. It's Young mm-hmm.
0: Frankenstein. yes. Yes, and I'm surprised they didn't mention that in here. Yeah. Um, uh, another Mel Brooks. Uh, you could you could go either way with those. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, his his movies with uh, Richard Pryor. I'm not a fan of Another You as much, but uh, of course, Stir Crazy and um, uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Uh, yeah. See No Evil, Hear No Evil. When I was growing up, was on regular rotation. So. Um, uh, Gene Wilder if you've never had the opportunity to, to see a Gene Wilder movie or you don't know by some odd chance who Gene Wilder is please do yourself do yourself a favor and go watch Blazing Saddles Young Frankenstein uh, if you want to see two comedic geniuses in one movie any of the ones with him and Richard Pryor because we won't even go into how great Richard Pryor was And uh, but anyway uh, that Derek is your moment in geek history Rest in peace, Gene. We miss yes. you, buddy. And I think it was a pretty good one for this week. Absolutely. So, Derek, with that, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram. It's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send in those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Derek, where can people find you and the Saw Something Scary podcast at on the social medias?
1: Yeah, so um, most everything is scary podcast uh, for Saw Something Scary. I think we're on Instagram and uh, Twitter. You can go to, uh, much like this uh, show has its own Facebook group. We have a Facebook group as well called We Saw Something Scary. And uh, we'd love to have you guys be a part of that. Uh, a lot of great conversations. I know right now uh, it feels like that there's a group of about six to ten who uh, every Saturday do mm-hmm. horror trivia. And so that's a lot of fun. If, yes. uh, if you're a trivia fan and a horror fan, uh, go ahead and hop on there. And then just for me personally, you can uh, go to DerekZoo.com, and that'll take you to uh, everything, blog, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, YouTube, all that good stuff, and uh, Jason. Just so you know, it looks like I'll be back in Sparta. Uh, well, this weekend, but it looks like I will be back in Sparta to perform on the first of October at the Happy Trails Brewing Company. Ah,
0: uh, yeah, that's what we're working on right now. So, all right, s- you stay tuned. You let us know uh, that that has been that has made my night, my friend. To hear that, we'll I cannot wait. Um, Derek, can you give us a hint of what you guys will be talking about this week.
1: Yeah, uh we'll be talking about manscaped.com. Uh that is the Precision Tools for Your Family jewels. So you can go to Thank manscaped.com uh and type in the code ScaryPod for twenty percent off and free shipping. Awesome. Uh, yeah uh besides that though we are also I <laughs> I've been trying to figure out a way to plug it the entire time we've been on the uh, show. Uh <laughs> the uh, the the thing that we're doing right now is we're going through the Paranormal Activity movies, and so last week we did Paranormal Activity One, and uh, so as soon as I get off the horn with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh, Anaconda my jaw and <laughs> devour the steak, and then I'm gonna get right back on and talk to Jeff about Paranormal Activity Two. So I'm pretty excited about that. That should drop probably tomorrow.
0: Awesome. All right, Derek. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Derek, thank you for filling in again this week. Hey, yeah, buddy. Um, I,
1: I loved it. Uh, let's do it
0: again. You don't know how much I appreciate it. Um, I will get back with you. Uh, you let me know about the Happy Trails and the comedy show, and we will figure out a time to do our, let's call it our MCU retrospective yeah. episode. Let's call Can't it wait. that. So, uh, Derek, with that, we are out.